Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk a little high school football. Brad Harris joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, head coach of the Benton Panthers. Coach, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Wes. Thanks for having me on today, man. Joe Klein get you a little hungry talking about all that barbecue? <laughs> Definitely. It was some good stuff. That day we had the Fearless Friday lunch, and I'm actually on lunch break right now. Joe, if you want to run something down at the Benton for me. Let, me. let me call him for you. I'll get my... I don't think they'll... I don't think I'll get an answer at, 12, at 11.30, though. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a little busy. Yeah. How's the uh, first week yes, of sir. camp gone for you guys? We had a really good week last week, uh, Wes. Uh, uh, we went in the mornings uh, from 8 to 11.30, and uh, we got better last week. You know, uh, that first week of camp, you you got two days in cloth that, that you got to go in helmet and cloth, and then we got into some shells and finished the week up on Saturday with a uh, media day and then a scrimmage with us. And uh, so uh, we got some guys that got better this week, got some young guys that stepped up and uh, trying to fill some spots and had some uh, of our older guys that have stepped into more of a leadership role. So excited about the, the, the upcoming season for us. We were doing your uh, preview for Fearless Friday, the Fearless 40, not too long ago. And I was going back through some of last year's highlights, and you're, you're, you're missing some key guys, a wide receiver, running back. Those guys uh, did a lot for you last year. They did. We, we were we're going to miss some uh, guys like Cameron Harris, who's up at Arkansas State right now trying to – trying to earn some time up there. Uh, you know, you don't replace somebody like Cameron. Uh, he's a 6'2", 200-pound receiver uh, that was really athletic, you know, prior to the top receiver in the 6A West mm-hmm. and uh, one of the best in the state. So he's tough to replace. Uh, we're also missing our quarterback uh, from last year, Strand Smith, who's over at UCA doing the same thing, trying to earn some earn some playing time, get coaches' attention and everything. And then, then our running back, uh, Casey Johnson, he's at ASU. He's walking on up there and, you know, so excited about those three guys. We also got Andre Lane, uh, that's a receiver last year for us that uh, is down at OBU. You know, so we've got four college guys that uh, that we're losing from our offensive skill uh, positions, and uh, they'll be tough to replace. But we got some young guys that have worked really hard, and and uh, we'll be different offensively this year. But uh, I think we got a chance to be explosive with some young guys and guys that did return. How about moving from the six A West to the six A East? Well, West, I mean, you know that uh, we, we, we always felt like we were in the 6A West. It's one of the best conferences in the state, you know, with us and Greenwood and Lake Hamilton at the time and Parkview and, you know, it's four really good teams that typically go really deep in the in the playoffs. And uh, with Parkview moving down and, and uh, us moving over to 6A East, uh, you know, you also add in, uh, you know, PA and Little Rock Christian is in that 6A West, so it's a really tough conference, but... You know, I go back and look at it over the last several years. Um, you know, since 2019, the 6A East team has eliminated us from the playoffs, you know. And so that's, that, that conference is not a slouch. You know, they, they don't always get the recognition, but some really talented teams over there. You had Jones Pearl for many years going up 7A. Uh, Marion is a team that is up and coming, man. I'm telling you what, they're very athletic. Uh, El Dorado is a 6A uh, state defending state champion, you know. So there's some good teams in it. Uh, we have uh, Cersei in there who beat us in 2019, you know, uh, in the state championship game. So so there's some really talented teams in that 6A East that, uh, you know, it'll be a different scenery for us, but uh, the competition level is not going to change. Any, you know, our, our classification, uh, we feel like it's pretty tough from top to bottom. 
Last season, Benton lost their first game, the Salt Bowl to Bryant, and rattled off nine straight wins to finish the regular season 9-1, and perfect conference record, 7-0. and Then Coach Marion came along. How, right. how does that sit with the guys and, and you guys this year, now that a couple months have passed? Well, it stings. I mean, not, I mean, that's just being honest. Uh, you know, we started the season off uh, with, with our, you know, our kind of our uh, our testing uh, beater stick or whatever you want to call it against uh, Bryant. You know, it's always tough, man, you know. Uh, but then we went on a run in our conference play and the rest of the non-conference and, and uh, you know, felt really good going in the playoffs. We had a few injuries going in the playoffs, but you know, not making an excuse or anything. We had that bye week. We thought we could get healthy and uh, just didn't get completely healthy and picked a bad night to uh, not play real well, just to be honest with you. You know, you got to give it all to Mary. They played their tails off that night. They come in here and took one at our place. And, uh, you know, we just didn't execute in the second half like we needed to to stay with them. It was a close game at halftime, and then they separated from us, you know. And, and uh, like I said, they're a very talented team because Clark has done a a great job with them in the year he's been up there, and I know they're going to be tough again this next year. So, you know, the guys that we've got coming back with, uh, you know, they remember that. They talk about, hey, uh, we hadn't hadn't got out of the, the first round the last two years, basically. You know, we had COVID in 2020, and then last year uh, we got the bye, but uh, we didn't win a playoff game. You know, that's one of our goals around here is we want to be playing uh, Thanksgiving week and in December if we can, and uh, we haven't made that the last couple of years, so been talked about a little bit in the off season you uh had a uh, transfer a guy move in who's a pretty special player braylon russell who's committed to the razorbacks just a junior what do you think about this running right. back well he's he's got a chance to be really good and a special player you know i mean you don't get kids in uh his size with his speed uh you know every every, every year you know this kid is uh he's Every bit of six two, weighed up on the scale of the day, weighed two hundred thirty two pounds, and you know uh, he's been clocked in the four fives, you know, and uh, that's why Arkansas's offering. You know, I mean, uh, he's he's just going to be a, a special type of running back. You know, you could see him playing at the SEC level. You know, uh, hopefully it's in Arkansas uniform. You know, and uh, but he he's going to be a special player for us. And and I mentioned earlier that you know our offense will change a little bit. Uh, we don't have the the big play receivers that we've had in the past, we got good possession receivers, but we, we feel like we got a couple of good running backs uh, with Braylon, and then we also have Chris Bernard, uh, two guys that can 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 be as good as anybody in six A. We feel like you know it's not the best. How do you plan to use Russell? Well, he's an ever down back. Uh, I made this comment the other day in an interview: is you know when he moved here, uh, we put him in seven on seven, and he impressed me with you know not just using him out of the backfield, flexing him out with his route running ability. He moves so well in space, and he's not that running back that you just throw the arrow or the angles or shoot routes to and things like that. He can he get, get downfield with his speed, and uh, he's, he's twitchy. He can get open. He catches the ball over his shoulder well. He does some good stuff, you know. So, um, But I, I told him, I said, you know, you just need to be ready to, to carry it, uh, you know, 25, 30 times a game mm-hmm. somehow, you know, and – we had a, a running back you may remember a few years ago named Zach Wallace in mm-hmm. uh, 2018, and that's what he did for us. You know, in his junior year, he was a 1,600-yard rusher, uh, and his senior year, he was a uh, 1,800. So, in in two years, he was he was he was up there over 3,000 yards. You know, uh, easily uh, almost probably 2,000 per year when you add in his total yards and everything. So, 
you know, he's he's going to definitely factor in to all of our run game and, and being able to get him out in the, in the pass routes and everything else. So can you remember the moment when you heard that uh, he was uh, transferring into Benton? Uh, yes. Uh, we had a couple of kids on our teams like, hey, Coach, uh, you know, Braylon may be coming here and then got a phone call a couple of days later from our principal saying, hey, we got a new student up here that's enrolled. And, uh, you know, it's exciting when you get somebody of his caliber that moves in, you know. Uh, we were happy with our running back room, but when you get a guy that, that comes in of Braylon's caliber, you know, it really adds to your team, you know. And uh, the great thing about Braylon is he don't have a chip on his shoulder at all. Uh, he's a yes sir, no sir kid. He's been great for us, and, and has already stepped in trying to trying to be a leader on our offense and on our team. So, so gotta love gotta love move ins like that. Got, came home smiling that day, didn't you? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's the quarterback situation look like, Coach? Well, we've got three guys that uh, that are competing right now, uh, and we we haven't named a starter just yet. Uh, we're gonna let them compete for a couple more weeks. We got our Maroon and Gray scrimmage uh, this week, and then we go to Little Rock Christian next week. We got three guys: uh, Senior Jack Wolfright, uh played some DB for us last year. Been a quarterback through our system growing up. Uh, Klein Hooten, who's a junior, uh, who was our JV quarterback last year. Then we had Gary Rideout, who's also a junior. Uh, those three guys uh, all bring something a little bit different to the table. But uh, it's kind of they've kind of been up and down, and uh, one of them will have a really good day, and the next day uh, a different one will. You know, so we're going to let them compete all the way through fall camp and uh, see what we got going into the Bryant week. You know, and uh, see what see our offense, who's moving the offense the best, and and, and see what happens. You know, we'll give them every opportunity to win that spot, and uh, you know if they don't, we may move them to a different position. But right now, we're we're letting them battle it out. We got Benton's head coach Brad Harris with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And coach, is it kind of strange only having two non-conference games this year because of the larger uh, 6A East? Well, Wes, we don't really only have one. We uh, we have. Oh yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. I saw Sylvan Hills, and I was yeah. I wasn't thinking conference. <laughs> I, I still haven't gotten used Maybe. to the you know you being in the East. That's right. We're in the East, and we will open up a Bryant, and we zero, and then we'll take a week off, and uh, then we go nine games in a row. We we start off with Sylvan Hills, as you mentioned. And then we have Little Rock Catholic, uh, who, who we played in the past in that same slot mm-hmm. as a non-conference game, but this year it'll be conference. So, you know, there's no room for error at all. You know, uh, it's kind of like the GAC and uh, D2. Yeah. They play 11 conference games, you know. It's very similar to that. We're going to get that one game against Bryant. That's uh, always tough for us, you know. And then, then we'll go nine conference games. And, uh, you know, you hope that you play well early. Uh, make some corrections in that week off and, and get on a roll, you know, and uh, you lose a couple of games early, it could it could very uh, easily, you know, knock you down the playoff contention or out of it, you know. So you got to be good early in the year now. I mean, look at it. I mean, you start with Bryant, and then Sylvan Hills yeah. and Chris Hills team, and they've been making some playoff runs. Then you get Catholic, right. and I know that's been a battle in years past. I was there one year when Catholic beat y'all. And then you get El Dorado, the defending state champs, and then Marion, who beat the who beat you last year, knocked you out of the playoffs. Yes, sir. We feel like it's the front end of our, our schedule is, is pretty heavy. You know, with you know, anytime you open up a Bryant, uh, it's that non conference game. Our kids get get excited about that game. You know, every year and getting to play a War Memorial, but then getting into conference play, like you said, Sylvan Hills has has made some runs over the last year with, with Chris Hill, and they run the flex bone. That's always tough to defend. You know, when you only see it once a year. 
And then, and then Catholic coming down to 6A, I think that's going to help them as much as anything, just mentality-wise. They, they feel like they can come down and compete. Uh, they always play us really close. Like you mentioned, a couple of years ago, they beat us at our place, and then last year we got them. Uh, but then we've got the defending 6A state champions here and uh, in El Dorado, and then we've got to go to Marion. So that's a pretty stretch, <laughs> uh, tough stretch, the first half of our five games, you know, this season. So, you know, we, we're going to have to book, buckle up and get ready to go right now. Yeah, good luck, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll get their attention. You know, we've talked about, you know, with the Razorbacks. When you have an opponent like Cincinnati in week one, that grabs their attention and they know they got to be ready in week one that you don't have a couple of these non-conference games where it's almost like, you know, I don't want to say a cupcake, but you know you you probably should win that game, you know, and you can ease into it. you got to be ready to go for uh, week one and especially then starting your conference uh, the next week the way you are with the first four weeks of conference play. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we've always tried to play a very competitive non-conference schedule. We've played Cabot in the past, you know, and Catholic, and uh, try to play some 7A schools. Uh, they get us ready for our conference, you know. And I mean, Bryant, we open up with the best team in the state, you know, and uh, we feel like that's good for us. You know, sometimes we come out of there uh, licking our wounds and, and trying to get ready. But, uh, you know, we know where we're at coming out of there because uh, they're very talented. We know we're not probably not going to see a team much of any better than them. Over the last four years, we haven't. Uh, they've been by far the best team in the state. And, uh, you know, so like I said, that's kind of our, our uh, let us know where we're at coming out of that game and uh, go from there. But this year the change is, is we got to jump into conference play and be ready to, to go win the 7A or the 6A East, I guess that's the thing. Coach, thank you. I appreciate your time. Good luck this season. Thanks for having me on, Wes. Hey. Brad Harris, head coach of the Benton Panthers on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline.